Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. And Khalil. We are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 274th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're going to have an interesting conversation around anxiety. Dun, 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 dun. Finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot, lot to say here. So before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things we have to cover. First, go to WokenFree.com, not only to listen to this episode, but please download it through the Podbean app. If you're able to download it through the app, then you can put in your comments. And that's really important because that's how we hear your thoughts on our weekly topic. So for you, how has anxiety played a role in your life? How is it showing up for you currently? How have you how have you seen it show up in the past? We want to hear all about it. So make sure you do that. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device where you can't add more apps onto it, like the Podbean app, a couple of tears are shed, but that's okay. You can still support the show by going to WokenFree.com, going on the Listen tab, and then picking your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to Woken Free. So we are on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora. It's it's like a Woken Free world. So where podcasts are listened to, we are pretty much there. So we would really encourage you to follow and subscribe everywhere you see us. Uh, also on WokenFree.com itself, you can click subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app. So that's really helpful as well. On social, we'd love to hear from you and for you to like and subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and everywhere else. <laughs> that you see us that I may have not mentioned at Woken Free. So definitely follow and support us and also connect with us. If you're on there and you see an interesting post or you see one of our episodes and want to holler, we want to hear from you. Now, lastly, we would also appreciate you to give us your feedback on the show. So 90 seconds of your time, pick your platform of choice where you want us Give us a review ad. So again, WokenFree.com, the listen tab, then you can pick your your favorite place to do that. And tell us, five-star reviews are welcome, along with any other thoughts that you have to share. And with that, I am going to kick it to you, Khalil. And before we start the conversation, we probably should share a little bit about ourselves. This week, how about we ask, would you rather drink soda from a can or a glass bottle? Mmm, that's not, well, I don't know what you're really asking there. 
But I would say the question the, is, I mean, I know, but it seems like there's another like nefarious reason why you're asking me this. <laughs> but I don't know, that's where my mind is going. Oh, all right. But to answer the question, I would say the glass bottle because a, I think that's better for the environment because you can recycle the glass. I believe better than like aluminum. And then secondly, it just for me at least, my experience has been. Soda from a glass bottle just seems to taste a little bit better and seems to just be more like, I don't want to say classy because I know that that's not appropriate, but it that just, makes you a classy lady. It then. shows just how tacky I truly am. Oh, uh, <laughs> but you say it like for that. me, it just, I don't know. I just enjoy it more. It just seems like a better experience from a like drinking perspective as well. But how about you? I definitely go for the glass as well. Mm. It's best for the purity of the soda at hand. Because mm. technically glass it doesn't retain any of those like Elements flavors. It, right? yeah. Or it doesn't put off any flavor onto the whatever's into the in soda. it. Yeah. yeah, so it's good to use mm. glass containers in general. So That's cool. I would go with the glass. The aluminum I think you can get kind of a little bit of metallic kind of stuff going on with that's that. Gross, so yeah. it's not that's not the best for putting in and it's it's better than plastic, but Glass is definitely the way you want to go if okay. you want to if you want to look at your storage options. That's mm-hmm. the thing I would do. I wouldn't want to have soda out of like plastic. That'd give me a lot of ex- anxiety. Ah, that's where you're going with it. Yeah, it makes me anxious okay. just thinking about it. If I can, does have, it really? Is this your anxious voice? If I can have, yeah, because I'm mm. thinking about it, but it's very it's upsetting I think this to is me. More your flagrant voice. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> it's not what I would call flagrant, but uh. if you would call it that, that might be a symptom of my anxiety showing. Maybe it's my anxiety. <laughs> okay, maybe you're anxious about what's happening to me. Okay. And maybe you can explain to our listeners what is anxiety and how has it played a role in your life. Thank you for asking, Because <laughs> I've explained how it's playing a role in my life currently. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> you see how it's like it's very upsetting. You're just a whole stress ball, aren't you? I'm very stressed out about this question. I bet you are. It's giving me a lot of anxiety. Listen, watch you how you are right yeah, now. Yeah, they would be upset. They'd say, they would wow, be, I wish she wasn't like that. They would say, this is abhorrent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should be so anxious. All right. Well, if you go to American Psychological Association, and FYI for folks new to the Open Free platform, all of our links for our episodes are shared in the show notes. So simply go to WokenFree.com and whatever episode you're listening to, you can see all our links so you have access to the information and the research yourself as well. So the APA, again, American Psychological Association, defines anxiety as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. People with anxiety disorders usually have reoccurring intrusive thoughts or concerns. They may avoid certain situations out of worry. They may also have physical symptoms such as sweating, trembling, dizziness, or a rapid heartbeat. Anxiety is not the same as fear, but they are often used interchangeably. Anxiety is considered a future-oriented, long-acting response broadly focused on a diffuse threat, whereas fear is an appropriate, present-oriented, and short-lived response to a clearly identifiable and specific threat. Very, very interesting. And Uh then... If you want to like break down anxiety even further, I found on singlecare.com a really great breakdown of all the different types of anxiety. So there's something called generalized anxiety disorder. So GAD, which is most common anxiety disorder. This is diagnosed after a person has anxiety with little to provoke it. So uh, most days of a span of at least six months, the per- this will begin to affect a person's social work and home life. 
And according to very, um, we've ref- referenced them before, the NIMH, which is the National Institute of Mental Health, symptoms of GAD, again, generalized anxiety disorder, may include feeling restless or on edge, feeling fatigue often, difficulty focusing, irritability, excessive feelings of worry that are difficult to control, and difficulty with sleeping. Then they have other things, and I'm not going to go into it. Uh, you can check out all the links, again, at WelcomeFree.com. But panic disorders is another one. Phobia-related disorders. There's obsessive-compulsive disorders, so OCD. That's part of anxiety? All the different types of uh, breakdowns wow. of anxiety-oriented type of be behavior. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then there's post-traumatic stress disorder, and it it goes on. But, uh, you know, to answer the second part of the question, how has it shown up in my life? Well, I would say I've dealt with anxiety in the following areas of my life. In my life. So first, academics. Uh, I was very, very anxious as a child around trying to be perfect, trying to have the best grades in class, trying to be the best and be the best of myself. And that created a sense of not feeling like I was ever doing enough. And I would say that that has carried on through my life and manifested in other ways. So uh, I, you know, you take academics, I'm no longer in school other than the school of life uh, you know you always have to keep learning but you know even in the work in in my my day job or in entrepreneurship or being a writer or a content creator like never feeling like enough is enough and so that feeling then manifests into kind of like worry but also like oh gosh is this going to perform how i need it to perform uh, definitely sleepless nights definitely uh, i've seen it um affect my that you know the mention of irritability for sure <laughs> For sure with that. Also, uh, fear of rejection of others. That is, I, I would say, has driven anxiety in my life before. Uh, weight loss, weight gain. Uh, every time you lose weight, I definitely would say I've seen increased anxiety of like, oh gosh, you're two pounds down. You can't go back up. And, you know, the yo-yo effect, which is very common for many women. Uh, it's just life does what it does. <laughs> and then of course, motherhood, um, never feeling like I'm doing enough, always feeling like uh-huh. it's even when I am doing enough, is it enough? Am I failing? It, it, it's just, it, yeah. So I would say I am a walking, talking stress ball for sure. Uh, but sometimes they're worse than others. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it now though. Before you hear my thoughts, I think, I should talk about psychology today and mm-hmm. how they group the anxiety into actually five categories. Ah. So I understand that you were listing like the, the types of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think this is just how anxiety could like express itself. Just okay. a little more detailed as they have put it in, into. Mm-hmm. So the first one you mentioned it is the physical. Mm. So a physical symptom would be something such as goosebumps. If you get that, that could actually let you know that you're having anxiety at the moment. So that Mm -hmm. lets you know, they say there's cognitive symptoms such as thoughts. So Mm. just anxious thoughts and being worried about something or some fear. Yes. Uh, Behavioral such as fear of not being able to perform. Emotional such as, irritability and hopelessness definitely there and then interpersonal such as people seeking reassurance from partners or fearing being dependent on somebody Mm. so two opposite ends of the spectrum is actually you could have anxiousness from that because i mean people just fearing being alone right that can 
be a form of anxiety. Yeah, I've never so thought that's of it interpersonal. That, way, but that makes sense. That, yeah. That's actually okay. a form of anxiety. Mm-hmm. There, wow. the thing that falls into. So the mm-hmm. anxiety that I get is when I have to do like a presentation and I'm on the spot because I don't want to mess up and I want to get everything right. So that's when so I definitely. So twelve years ago <laughs> is your well. I mean, I pre- I do pre- presentations to you every couple of years too, right? Every I couple so. of years. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've got to make things. this work. Because <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. You're like, hey, you're going to have to prove that this is the actual true thing that's going on. So I say, all right, I'll write up my report and I'll present my findings. Don't bring to you. up your falseness. <laughs> my falseness. You make you you tell me about it all the time. You say it's not true. And I tell you, I'll, I'll show you the report on it. I'm so Do I not tired. tell you that? Is that the only reference point for you? <laughs> no, that's a, I mean, that's a that's big one point. example. I have okay. to present and I have to do it. You know, every couple of years. As you laugh and giggle about it, yeah. You sound terribly anxious about it. Yeah, because it's not happening. When it happens, you know I'm not in this kind of mood. I'm not like, That's I, true. I had to shuffle my papers and get it all ready for you. Yeah, you know, I guess, you know, it's interesting. I guess you're saying it. For me, I, I have interpreted that as angered or disgruntledness, but um, you're saying that it's more no. so, um, yeah, anxiety. That. Okay. Yeah, that, I would say that. Okay. That's I think that's, that's that. Because I can get goosebumps from it sometimes, I think. Lies, okay. No, I'm just thinking. I think I mm-hmm. can. I, it was a while while ago i think i did get goosebumps before mm. from it so oh, wow. it can come off as that mm-hmm. and then i can get you know anxiety just when what about with kj or son what do you mean with him yeah do you ever have anxiety like i mentioned it from a mothering perspective but what about uh, a fathering perspective any anxiety no i don't him? think so actually okay. no, i wouldn't say for him mm. i get anxiety cool. from like if a police officer is pulling me over then i'm gonna get anxiety Black man status, yes. Yeah, just gotta, <laughs> Me too. Me too. You know, it's a worry thing. It's you, definitely scary. You don't know how things could turn out, so that's the thing. You know, oh, yeah. whenever I'm scared every time I see a cop. Yeah, <laughs> technically, so there's fun. there's a weapon involved, right? So it's you know, no, anything could happen. So I definitely yeah. have some anxiety. I try not to, mm-hmm. but it overcomes me. I like to use the secret and think about the best things I can. But mm-hmm. definitely will feel it then. And in general, like if mm-hmm. if if I'm getting in trouble or something, so. <laughs> If I'm telling, if I'm drinking wine and I shouldn't have drank the wine, you know, something like that. Like so if, a regular wine on Tuesday table. night then for you. <laughs> no, I'm just mentioning, like, let's say, imagine if I wasn't 21 and I was drinking wine and I shouldn't be. Oh, any fictional stories now. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I'm just okay, saying, okay. it's it's a reason to be anxious, though. I'm surprised you Youngsters didn't bring up my, from my COVID thing that I do with you that I think drives anxiety for you. My multitasking demands. Where it's like, Khalil, have you done this? Khalil, have you... That doesn't um, drive anxiety for you? I, I feel like it, it does. makes me anxious, though. I don't oh, feel okay. like that. I just feel like I get like overwhelmed, um, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. If, okay, I don't know if I feel anxious from oh, that. Interesting. I oh, okay, anxious. I would have thought you would have said that because eventually, because I know that that could be anxiety up. driving. For it could some, be. That's yeah. a good point, but not for maybe, you. I don't. No? Maybe okay. in the past it was, but well, now I don't you think just said stop listening. So <laughs> it's not stop listening. So you know, think about a a gallon bucket, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say like think about a bug and like buzzy did your. <laughs> no, my example is going to make more sense because oh, look at this. Because, okay. all right, imagine you have a bucket. It's only a gallon that you can pour, a gallon of liquid that you can pour in that. Okay. So you give me a task. You give yeah. me five gallons of tasks. So and I can get the one, one gallon. Yes, yeah, so all okay. the other tasks go to the wayside. That's what it's like. So that to me sounds like excuse before, for mediocre behavior. Before I was like, <laughs> before I was more than, I was like a bucket that was sprouting hands from it, trying to grab all the water and trying to be, 
do I everything. I don't know what type of Harry Potter nonsense <laughs> Now I'm just a single bucket that just gets filled up and overflows. So you're just deflated and, <laughs> and insufficient. <laughs> no, not in, no, very sufficient, but only at the whatever went in there first. It's like first in gets done, last the last in goes so just my to the wayside. Imagine a buzzing Let's hear your bee. Thing. Doing what? Just blowing <laughs> just, up? Jesus. That's so violent, Khalil. It is, a bee explodes? I mean, we don't want the honeybees to explode. We want more. That's an anxious thing, too. Like, where did all the honeybees go? That can drive my anxiety. So you're not taking this seriously at all, then? That I can't be anxious for that? Like, I'm just, where they go? I'm posing a thought and seeing oh, okay. what your thought there <laughs> is to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, I'm very, I'm, I'm being a little anxious on you even asking that, actually. So it's, you're lying now. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm getting goosebumps. I have to check because what you're doing is Please making me seriously. <laughs> like I don't like. I'm very flustered right that, now. I bet you are. My next, my <laughs> question now is: How would you say anxiety is impacting most people? And you can, you know, speak from the American perspective since we happen to let, reside in the United States. <laughs> well, according to the Mayo Clinic, actually. It, it could lead to other worse mental and physical conditions, actually. So it's mm. not something you want to leave unchecked. You can get mm-hmm. things like depression, which oh, wow. that occurs often with people that are already diagnosed with the anxiety disorder or oh, mental wow. or another mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. It can lead to substance abuse, as we see in this country, right? I mean, mm. is that why people mm. are doing the substance abuse? Is that the driving oh, wow. force? I mean, it's, it's possible. I don't think everybody's sure. to even say that we've diagnosed everybody that does have anxiety mm. disorders. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not a true yeah. statement, right? Mm-hmm. There's people that go undiagnosed all the time. Yep. It can lead to trouble sleeping, so that's why we got insomnia, mm-hmm. insomniacs, and that kind of trouble going on. And I, I didn't know this, but it could lead to digestive or bowel problems. I guess that wow. makes sense. That makes stuff. that stress you know, really like when impacts you, the body terribly. Yeah, yeah. Because even like I said, what if you're going to do a performance and you get that that it feeling runs. in your stomach? Well. <laughs> the what? <laughs> oh, that's that's not a real thing. You just see. Take the this run, seriously. Diarrhea is not a real thing. Not for when you're going to do a performance. No one's Have ever. Have you asked every cigarette? No, but I'm saying if they've had diarrhea before they're about no, to that, perform. Yeah, because they had the Taco Tuesday or something going on. And who's not taking this? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's different. Of all the topics to get and joke around with. No, little. but what you just brought up—you said the run. <laughs> You're not taking this seriously at all. I'm trying to read your. That's mind, had the burrito and special for two. No, somebody had the burrito special. <laughs> then you can say all that, but that's not what happened. We're not having well, rice at and bare beans. Minimum, I hope everyone is getting a good giggle. <laughs> oh, I mean, don't as you, they learn about anxiety. Yeah, because no people get their stomach in knots. Like you know, they feel like they have knots in their stomach. So mm-hmm. that's that's from anxiety. Headaches and chronic pain, that makes mm. sense. You know, it's a, a mental uh, disorder. Mm-hmm. Social isolation. Yeah, I mean, you you fear, you mentioned it too. You you fear being accepted by people. So oh, yeah. It can make you want to isolate more than from accepted. people. I, I don't think I've ever felt accepted in my entire life. So yeah, it uh, it's lead. just easier just to be by myself. Yeah. yeah, so it leads to that. And then you can also have problems functioning at school or work. I guess the anxiety mm, gets in the way. Definitely. Interesting. I can't say I've had that specific problem. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about it. I, didn't, I don't think anxiety's got No, you choose got, to be, yeah. Got to it. Be I don't, alone as opposed to isolating or feeling like But even can't. functioning, like, I don't feel like I, I would let my anxiety 
get in the way of me going to school or mm-hmm. doing my work. But remember, though, I mean, you wouldn't maybe right. define it as anxiety, but remember you said, when like, sick, if you're in high school, you didn't want to, like, what? go to, like, you didn't go to your prom. That's social didn't. isolation, though. That has nothing but to do, do with But do you feel like anxiety played a role at that, even? I don't think that's anxiety. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, the, when I think of anxiety, it'd be like, oh, man, you know, if I go, what what if this happened? I just didn't go because I didn't know anybody to go with, right? But you weren't fearful of what bad things could happen? And no, just, I didn't even oh, think of okay. that. I just All thought, right, fair, why fair would I? It's, it's kind of like if I go to, like, a, a, I don't know, like a yogurt convention. I don't know. I'd rather go you to an ice cream convention. Hot mess. I know. I, it's not a like good example. Yogurt. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. So you know what is a better mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. I, you're mm-hmm. going to hate it, but I always go to this. It's an easy one. What if I go to even a turf grass convention? Oh, I totally thought you were going to talk about like a what else con, could there be? some type of anime con or, you know, something to that effect. No, but I would go to that, though. I mean, I would go to okay. that. That's not. By yourself dressed up in some type of furry outfit? Not a furry outfit. <laughs> I'm not into that. I would dress in an outfit, but it would not be a furry outfit. Okay. It'd be something really cool. But by yourself? Yeah, or how about this? You said you never would go to the movie theater by yourself or eat out by yourself. Do you feel like anxiety is attached to any of those items or no? That, I mean, is, isn't that, um, what's that other thing? Not self-reflection or mm. uh, self-conscious. What are, oh, you're self-conscious. That's, that's okay. that, where it's kind of like you don't want to be perceived as such and such. Oh, okay. is that drives perception. Those, that, those, that drives why you don't do those things by yourself, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, As opposed to any anxiety it's, of like, it's not like, oh gosh, what if people... No, because I, I, can, oh, yeah. I can do it. I'm just like... I just feel like, oh, the people are going to know stuff about me. Yeah, like it's just like now people are going to know this. I mean, it's that's like a fine line, right? It's hard to say that. Okay. I yeah, I mean, I don't think. it's I mean, I've done both. I've eaten out by myself. I've gone to the movie theater by myself. I've done. Yeah, I've never done several times. I don't think I've ever gone to the movie theater by myself. Oh yeah, I I think about it. Oh gosh, maybe I've done it. 20, 30 times. Yeah. There's never been a time that I said, "No, I'm going to just go and see this movie." And a, a bad thing that it can, I mean, I'm about to get to the worst thing, but another bad thing is p- poor quality of life. So mm. and just in general, it can just make your life the miserable. Yeah. See, I don't think of me like missing out on movies. That doesn't, that doesn't do that to me. So I don't know. I just don't see it as okay. anxiety driven, to be honest. Okay. And then the, the worst thing that anxiety oh, yeah. can do is suicide. So that's the final well, frontier. A couple, of, coupling a couple of things you mentioned, right? Like not sleeping or having substance abuse or feeling isolated, not re- you know all of that stuff combined. Yeah, makes some yeah, people feel like you know what enough a, is enough. I'm it's tired. a really serious issue. Absolutely. Gone unchecked, and then you know they are um, yeah death by suicide. That's horrid. Okay, well on singlecare.com again, there's some really interesting stats I saw that I'd love to share. Uh, so in a 2020 survey, 62 uh, percent of respondents reported experiencing some degree of anxiety. Uh, There is an estimated 31% of all adults will experience an anxiety disorder at some point in their life. That was really interesting. Uh, And then when you... Yeah, pretty much. And then when you look at worldwide anxiety stats, it's estimated that there's 264 million adults around the globe who have anxiety. And that was uh, shared by World Health Organization in 2017. I I imagine with COVID and everything, that number is probably went up up. (laughs) Uh, and then of these adults 179 million were female 63 percent and then 105 million were male 37 percent so that's interesting women have more anxiety more than men one would argue one i would think that there may be a hormonal connection to that right 
because women have such a plethora of hormonal it's, stuff that's going on. I so wonder there, if that's connected it's, to it, it can be a two who points. has more pre- prevalence for it's either It's then. either hormonal or it's men just aren't admitting they have the anxiety, right? That too. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> approach to so it as well. So it's possible that okay. men, like females are more honest when it comes to admitting you know, gotcha. their issues. So it, it, I don't know though. I can, yeah. you know, I could be wrong. So then if you look at some anxiety stats in the U.S., anxiety is the most common mental disorder in the United States affecting 40 really? million adults. And that's according to the ADAA in 2020. Uh, yeah. And then if you look at prevalence by state of mental illness ranges from lowest in Florida, that surprises me, yeah. uh, to highest in Oregon, 22.66%, 16.03% in Florida. But that's from Mental Health America 2017. So again, I'm, I imagine numbers could be different uh, right. if there's a new survey. And that, uh, you know, another thing would be if you look at gender, like we mentioned before, more females than males have it, according to the NIMH, which is the no. National Institute of Mental Health. And then when you look at age, nearly one third, so 31.9% of adolescents, so ages 13 through 18, had an anxiety disorder between 2001 and 2004. And of these adolescents, the 17 to 18 year old age group was most affected, which makes sense. You're in that going to college. It is anxiety driven (laughs) periods of time. Now, what I thought was really fascinating was when you look at like education levels, uh, according to this, Americans with higher education are less likely to have an anxiety disorder. Anxiety affects 3.9 million adults who have less than a high school education and 3.3 million who have graduated from high school, 2.8 million with some college, and 3 million who had a college education or more. So you are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast about being real and honest. Uh, I don't know. I think I the like numbers are numbers. all really close to each other, to yeah. be honest. And I would argue that as someone with a professional degree, a law degree, uh, the amount of anxiety that I witnessed myself <laughs> as well as experienced myself in going not only through high school, through college, and then through law school, the anxiety levels arise, guys. It is incredibly <laughs> anxiety driving to go to professional school, especially something as That's... rigorous as law school or medical school, things like that. Lies yeah. and fairy tales. I so know. that just, I, just I, I, I would want to see more, more, uh, more stats. I guess. Yeah, you it, have to see more because, though, because if you think logically about it, it doesn't. Yeah. To me, that doesn't make sense because, like, the more you know, the more you can be anxious about yeah. more things, yeah. right? Now you have more And there's topics. more on the line because when you go to a graduate program, there's a lot more on the on line financially, and then also like just well, trying to that perform. Level? Like, yeah, there's a lot that goes on with. <laughs> People in the who are pursuing that in track and one, one thing life. I know that's not going on. It's getting the runs trying to get your degree. I well, I I'm not going to speak to how many times I've had diarrhea. <laughs> no, it's not about you. I'm just saying these people aren't saying, man, I want to get my degree, but I have the runs. That's not happening. The fact that you went there, I had to really, because you brought that up, and that you should. It really threw you, you should, off. Yeah, you should feel different about how you were taking this topic. You should feel a little bit different about yourself. I'm taking it quite seriously. I think you're you brought taking that this up as a and joke, though. No, you brought that up, and I, and I don't know if you've apologized to the listeners for what you brought up. <laughs> I think it's adding to great content. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe it was good that you brought it up. Correct. I don't know if it's what happens, but hey, 
Interesting. And then also <laughs> to add to, to kind of circle around back to what I was discussing, <laughs> medical causes of anxiety can include thyroid diseases like hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism. And I have lived with hypothyroidism oh, for wow. many years up until I had my thyroid removed last year. Uh, heart disease, diabetes, uh, side effects from medication, lacking of yeah. oxygen, respiratory disorders like chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, emphysema or asthma, illicit drug use or withdrawal from drugs and alcohol, and then yeah, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. So yeah, it. I mean that, but that's a known thing. Like stress physically destroys us as humans, uh, but this anxiety is also like whew, it's ca- it's causing issues. It's definitely not helpful. Yeah, but the drug use can lead to anxiety as well. So it's mm. you may but you might try to use it to cope with anxiety, know, but build more, more anxiety. Yeah. They got to be careful about that. Mm-hmm. We should also tell our listeners now helpful ways to deal with anxiety. Do you have any tips for Yeah, them? so I saw uh, some 10 strategies. That, I'm not going to go through all 10. That was on beyondblue.org. And again, if you want all of our resources, go to wokenfree.com for the episode show notes so that you can click on our links and all of that good jazz. But one tip was slow breathing. I have found that the more that I'm intentional around deep breaths slow breaths because I am high energy and I'm always trying to like get out a lot and do a lot at once slowing down sometimes will allow you to speed up and and so I really like that tip another tip that they share that was interesting is get to know your anxiety uh, they said like keep a diary of it and uh what I thought of it with that language of like get to know your anxiety like date your anxiety kind of like a lot of times we have anxious feelings and like, unless you sit down with yourself to try to understand what is the driving cause, you're just going to be like an anxious ball of just like anxiety and, and you're just going to be like, ah, but like, maybe you'll feel less anxious if you take a deep breath and start to have self-reflection around what is causing the anxiety. Is it people? Is it a situation? Is it your job? Is it not having a job? Is it your parents? Is it your partner? Is it your children? Is it all of it? But piece it out. And each piece has its own anxiety driving trigger for you so that you can then start to say, okay, I need to put this type of boundary in place for this person, for this situation. It really can help formulate more psychological safety for yourself and also get you feeling more in control. Because I know for myself, I can speak when I'm really anxious, which happens quite frequently, is that I feel out of control. And as a Virgo, that is a very dangerous space for me to feel because that's like what I crave. I crave and I crave control. I crave peace. And I agree. I crave freedom. I I really those are like my three tenets of life. And if any of those are threatened, then I start to feel like I'm losing control. I'm I'm just like about to have a mental breakdown. (laughs) I'm just like, Oh, my God, I have to get it all together. So those are the three things. So for me, like that, that's really helpful. And then the another tip that I thought was helpful from from this, and again, they give 10. So definitely a lot to check out there. Uh, Be kind to yourself. And this, I would say, has been one of the most (laughs) needed things that I have intentionally focused on as well, because how I grew up, giving yourself grace and being kind to yourself was not a tenant in my household growing up. And I now realize, and what I have to try to implore for our own household as well as our son, is you have to intentionally give yourself grace. You have to say to yourself, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be in in a funky mood. It's okay to feel upset about something. As long as you understand what you're going through and you're on a solution to get 
get better, it's okay to give yourself that space to just be kind of ugh and upset. But if you never do and you ne- and you try to deny it or try to act like your feelings don't exist, you're just going to do more harm to yourself mentally and physically. So those are some helpful tips that I would love to share with the audience. All right. Those are definitely some tips to take to heart. And I'm just going to add the classic tips that mm-hmm. I think you just got to mention just in case people don't think about it. And that's mm. should always talk with a physician about your anxiety just to get maybe get diagnosed and see is this something serious or mm, what, what yeah just see what yeah. see if they have anything they can do or if they can tailor a treatment for you sure. or just say will tell you hey it's not really you know you're okay you just gotta do x, x y and z, z. Yeah. or something but you could also try to talk to your coach about it, your life coach or something. Mm-hmm. They they might also be able to help you through your struggles. So that's why it's coaches. nice having. Yes. That's why it's nice having them around. You can talk to them about anything, right? So mm-hmm. you could maybe if you don't have the coach, then you can get a life coach. You can go to a dressing room aid if you want. <laughs> Thank you get for a my life shout coach out. There. I appreciate it. Yeah. However, <laughs> there's uh, a coach there. Do remember that. But I know you don't treat anxiety. That you, would be so yeah. The medical practice of medicine is not where yeah. coaches are. Not practicing medicine. Yeah, not right? not practice, but you could just just let them know that you're going. Lifestyle tips, yeah. But and, it's and almost like talking with a friend about anxiety. You know, exactly. you can just let them know that you have it. Yeah. It's not necessarily that they're going to give the treatment yeah, that the yeah, physician yeah, would give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say you always talk to the physician first, first and yes. then your coach can just be somebody you mentioned that to, just so they know so what you're going can, through. Yeah, they can help you and they can that. tailor their mm-hmm. other advice, knowing that you have this exactly. anxiety, it's a good right? Point. So Absolutely. it's just good to have that. And maybe if you don't have any of that, just a friend or a family you can talk to and mm-hmm. let them, you know, they'll hear You got to find somebody though. That'll hear you out when you need it. Not someone yeah. who's just going to try to like shame you about it or tell you do something Correct. different. Just somebody yes. that'll listen to you and not try Actually to like shame you. you. Yeah. Um, so that's you. That's if you're going to find somebody that's not a physician or coach, then yeah, make sure that this person isn't going to make your anxiety worse. That's, <laughs> that's such a good point. A, a yeah, thing. absolutely. All right. And then with that, when you look at content, the content you're consuming, the content that comes across your phone, TV, internet, etc. Would you say that you see that anxiety is discussed enough? Well, that's interesting. I, I want to look at it mm-hmm. as my uh, social media because social media, they try to tailor it to the person. So what I what I mean by that is the algorithm. Yeah, Yeah. so the algorithm would kind of know. Oh, you know, you're triggered by these sort of content, so I'm going to show you more of this. So Mm. for me, I don't get that kind of content. You know, they show me Free Willy and stuff because that's the kind of stuff that I see. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They do. They it shows me that now. I don't know. I get all these. I get orcas and whales and dolphins. Show you Matrix. Then I get funny things. I get like people in weird Halloween costumes. It's like it's Here we cars go with the, the what the furries again. Yeah, no, not the furries. The one that I got is it was not a PG one, <laughs> but it was a boy that I was wearing. It was kind of messed up. So oh lord, just, okay. just think about alien abduction and think about if you had a costume for that. Ew. Exactly. This is what people <laughs> purchase. And that's what they showed me. So, but that could make people and anxious what does though that too. Because guess you? what? No. What you know? That see the thing is, I don't get anxious about that. But people could get triggered by that. Oh God! Right? Yeah, that you sounds see horrifying. That you could say, I don't want an alien to do something to me. Mm-mm. I mean, whatever those acts like. That's different. But we know that it's. Just in general, I don't think our media normalizes anxiety. They don't, mm-hmm. at least in Western society, they don't talk about it really. It's not brought mm-hmm. up and explained and saying, hey, you can do this and what's causing the anxiety. I think they'll, they'll 
you'll you'll often see people with anxiety and content, but I don't think yeah. people actually address it. They're just like, wow, that person's weird. They need to get some help. You know, they'll just shake there's their head. Yeah, he's just judging them, like, oh, don't yeah, go near them. That's, that's just the weirdo. Yeah. I think that's how it's basically talked about. It's not actually said that, hey, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people have anxiety and we all get anxious. So okay. it's something Fair that enough. we can address. I definitely don't think anxiety is targeted and mm-hmm. discussed. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would, uh, you know, a couple months ago, Megan the Stallion, hey, uh, she had a song called Anxiety uh, in her new album. And I was so excited to hear that there's a major artist who's discussing this topic, because uh, if you think even within the music industry alone, of all entertainment industries, how much anxiety driving must that be? Will I be signed? Will my record label keep me? Am I performing enough? Am I hitting enough records? Like, they must be just literally walking stress balls. <laughs> so love, love, love that she brought that up and had some lyrics around that because it needs to be talked about. To your point, I agree. It is not normalized enough. We see anxious characters, but they, we don't go through the conversations around anxiety with them, nor do we see even storylines of treatment for anxiety. It's just, to your point, the person who's just like wound up way too tight and then they unwind through things like substance abuse or uh, uh, maybe other types of destructive behaviors. Yeah. And instead, it would be really... It would be really cathartic to see characters getting treatment, to see characters just normalizing the language around anxiety and this is a trigger for this and just using more of the, that terminology to help people say, you know what, I have anxiety. These are things that trigger my anxiety. Like conversations like that, that, especially you don't the want... youth, because they need to be able to understand how to discuss this. You can't treat something if you don't even know how to talk about it. Well, like, yeah, you should talk about it. But would you want to see the treatment too on screen or just the talking about it? I would love to see it all because at the end of the day, we have got to bring mental health issues to the forefront from the beginning, the middle, and the end. We got to see it, talk about it, feel it, and do more of it because there are too many people who don't feel comfortable. Uh, even self-included, we are not necessarily like we support people seeking medical health treatment, but I wouldn't say that even you and I are on the journey for where we could be with like, you know, I have a therapist or I did, like, oh, wow. no, yeah, we haven't gone there. And I know you would like, you'd, you'd be like Simba, like therapy. Ha! I laugh in the face of <laughs> mental health. Like, <laughs> you'd be like, what? <laughs> Better you see. That's so unfair to say. Too. <laughs> that is so unfair. And I feel like KJ would be there laughing with you. <laughs> like both of you. <laughs> I laugh in the face of mental health. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like, That's so unfair. Kind of disasters. It's so unfair that I shared the truth. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to learn how to meditate one day. Come on. Exactly. When you're dead, right? <laughs> You'll be super still. You'll be no, practically uh, Buddha at that Meditation point. feels like it would be something really relaxing and it would and the fact that you say that you're talking about it in, uh, in a like you know kind of imaginatory <laughs> <laughs> thing we call you know. <laughs> that's you're so wrong no because I know I guess what I've looked at certain content that's talked about meditation it's not like I haven't seen that I've seen an episode or two like I said we could do better 
<laughs> we could we could That's accept so, it more. We can so practice wrong. more. We could be better. I know, but I mean, I'm I. I now I'm sorry. Well, you didn't I envision the journey. Throw us out uh, <laughs> and then put the shade lamp on us. Yeah, but look, I'm we throwing. To you know, I'm doing. I'm throwing out good excuses though. Us. At least I'm throwing out good excuses. Like I'm not just letting there it lie no and open. Excuses. It's just no excuses. do or don't do. That's it. There is no try. Really? Oh, man. there's <laughs> no try. Do. I mean, but even if I've done stuff towards the journey, that doesn't count. Because guess what? In your what? mind? No, you know why? It's all about it's all about the journey. It's not about the destination. So that's what I got to remind you. And if you even if you just started the journey, that's commendable. Ha! I laugh in the face of mental health. You're <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. That is so wrong. I do know that, that would be your response. That's so wrong. But yeah, but I told you I have other things that I'm going to work on eventually for that. So good to know. It's you should at least give me some. You know, we shall see. I guess some some high fives we for that. Shall see. You should get like an air high five on that one. Nice. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Gribongoli has an interview coming up at a space agency, which he has dreamed of working for since he was a young lad. He is extremely anxious about this interview. His friend told him he should vape some marijuana to calm his nerves. Gribongoli responded that should be okay because he is not into drugs, so wants to use something natural to help him. Do you think he should go forward with smoking weed to ease his nerves? So this scenario makes me very anxious, actually. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Does it make you anxious? Because do you know there's people that consider marijuana not to be a drug? You know I'm Jamaican, right? <laughs> 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 well, at least my pa- my parents are from Jamaica, and so I consider so myself Jamaican-American. And so, so what does that mean for the audience? Like, this asking me if I, you know, enjoy, like... You know, tea. I mean, it's but like, is that not a drug though? Marijuana. So I've never done weed, but everyone else I know has done weed, and yeah. I would say that yes, growing up, it was presented to me as you know, this is natural and this is this. Da, 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 so da, growing da. up, so, so there's you think there are a group of people that feel that weed is natural since it's grown from the earth and it's not a drug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, just want to get that across because yes. this is a. I mean, but this could be a debate. Again, this is a debated topic. Yeah, like, there's people I that would think it's not, not natural. The arbiter, nor am I the representative of Jamaica or weed oh, smokers. Oh, I know because that's as uh, I've never smoked weed myself. So, uh, but do I believe it is natural? Yeah, I think the weed plant does grow naturally on our earth, so I would define it as natural. However, I, this makes me very anxious around the idea of having to have deal with a very high stress situation with some external type of uh stimulant uh, oh, even though even All though right. it is natural and it is from the earth uh the problem of it i find or that is presented through content that i consume is it seems like it can be a little bit you can create a dependency upon it so say he does go forward with using it for the interview say it goes well he gets the job but then oh does he need to now smoke for the first day oh does he na- now well, need he's to vaping smoke for, or vaping uh which has other types of issues we talked about in the episode as well uh a previous episode uh, so it, either way, however you're consuming it, smoking it, I mean, maybe drinking the only, it. The only way maybe I would be more comfortable if you're going to have to have the stimulant is through tea. Wow. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, ganja so tea. So it makes yeah. a difference how you but consume it. But I generally, it in your mind. like I said, it makes me very anxious because 
when does it stop, right? So interview, first day, first week of orientation, 20 years later, we're still on this weed tip, right? Like, well, you just uh, do it before a deadline, like a, okay. a deadline's approaching, you need to get and your weed And then it just makes on. me wonder, just, and then does the dose amount in, increase, like, it, it creates anxiety just thinking about having this uh, kind of dependency to it. I think that people who do weed rock, people who don't do weed rock, like, everywhere, anywhere you sit on this, do you whatever you feel comfortable for, but specifically for like, oh, I have a really hard situation coming up in my life. Let me go do X can get a little bit dangerous. So no. I would not recommend this. I would say try to identify what you're most, what he's most nervous about and try to do something that is not dependent upon another type of uh, consumption. So, you know, he could, to your point, meditate. He could work out. He could start doing breathing exercises. He could do yoga. He could do a lot of different things to try to get his body in a more zen state for this, as opposed to depending upon some external stimulant, like marijuana or alcohol or dot, dot, dot. Well, I mean, yeah, that's... Mm -hmm. Man, alcohol to do it, I think that's probably... I would, if this was the alcohol thing, I would say a hard no he's mm. to definitely not do alcohol to ease your nerves before an mm-hmm. interview i mean you'll I get think, real <laughs> real I loose going the wrong way with that one <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely not the way to go so in this case i would say if, if he's done it before then he can use it but if he's never done marijuana before and he's just going to use it to get through this thing i think that's kind of crazy to be honest and mm-hmm. you shouldn't be using it just to get through the situation so if you've done it if you if you do like weed on the regular then go ahead but if you don't then i don't think this is the time to start mm-hmm. scenario two libba jumped into a relationship after a recent breakup because last time she was single for too long she started having panic attacks She's not really happy with her significant other, but is scared that the breakup will hurt her partner. Should she always be in a relationship to prevent her panic attacks, or could she do something else? Mm, Another really great scenario, because this really triggers the idea of some folks just being in a relationship because the fear of not being in one is too scary or too triggering in and of itself. However, we come into this world alone and we will die alone. Uh, So you have got to, everyone's got to find a way to be okay being by themselves as scary and as upsetting as that sounds. It's just a reality. And I know, yes, we have the privilege of spending 18 years together. So, you know, it's kind of like, what do you know? However, (laughs) (laughs) however, uh, we don't spend every minute together. And if you can't be by yourself, that is really indicative of the fact that you need a better relationship with yourself, because that's the most important relationship you'll ever have in this world with the one with yourself. So no, (laughs) I would rather her be by herself and have panic attacks and learn to work on how to resolve or reduce or diminish the amount of panic attacks she's having than to just be in a relationship just to be in a relationship because that's not really fair to her significant other. Yeah, I agree. The, this is a terrible idea. You shouldn't use relationships to try to ease your anxiety. That's not, that is not a solution. No one would ever suggest that. So definitely do something else. Go seek some medical advice and. Mm-hmm. Get help get your life in order because I think you're hurting other people's life by bringing them into this type of situation that you're not even enjoying. So mm-hmm. definitely don't do this. Scenario three. Manisha has worked in her delivery position at the same company for over 30 years. 
She loves her job and takes pride in her work. Recently, while commuting to work, she gets severe chest pains and feels immense fear. Once she arrives, the anxiety symptoms subside. Should she quit her job to stop these symptoms from ever occurring again? Mm, another really interesting scenario. So this sounds like someone who would be a great candidate for remote work. <laughs> so, oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Okay. What were you? Like somebody that should get, like, go to your services. Oh, for, oh, coaching? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I was like, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Well, yes. <laughs> to start something different. However, uh, it sounds like, it seems like uh, Manisha's getting anxiety in the transportation to her job and so i'm I'm not necessarily sure quitting the job is (laughs) the most appropriate situation she might want to explore hybrid working uh, (laughs) as a as a first step if her if her job and her manager is uh amenable to that and if not like i said it might be time to consider uh, remote work <laughs> because it seems like the traveling is is causing her anxiety which listen i for being a new former new yorkers we lived in a part of long island where it was an hour train ride i had to get into the city and then had to walk and uh, and or take a train to get to my job it i mean i couldn't tell you how much anxiety i was experiencing during that whole hour and a half uh, trans transportation period but it is not fun and it is not cute nor is it uh, calming in any way so that's what I would consider I would think about maybe understanding why the transportation is causing such anxiety for her and then you know does she even have to travel at this point maybe given that she's worked for over 30 years she probably has a lot of experience maybe working from home is an option for her and, and then she can kind of reduce the anxiety that she's experiencing all right, that's a, a nice tip. Maybe mm-hmm. she, yeah, maybe she could just go for a hybrid remote type thing. Mm-hmm. But it is a little extreme to just quit your job, especially when, as you said, it's the commuting that's probably is causing these issues, right? Mm-hmm. So let's deal with the commuting. My solution would actually be something that it's going to blow your mind, and I know you're not going to go for it, but. Mm-hmm. It's going to be either take the bus or do a ride share service mm. or catch a ride with a fellow coworker. Mm. So I know you're going to hate those options, but she can do some of those because sure. maybe she hates driving and that's what's causing this. Trying that's to get to true. the bottom of what's causing this. So you can just try for a week, you know, doing a alternate Could. transportation to work and see what happens. Could. Maybe that'll you bring your... Anxiety down, anxiety the panic attacks, all control. that stuff. Yeah. So do that before just straight up quitting your job yeah. that you've worked I mean, for thirty years. If she's, she's worked in, it for if, over thirty if years, if she's independently wealthy and she's doing this for kicks and giggles, <laughs> then yeah, she could. Even though she loves her job and she takes pride in the work. Yeah, but I mean, if she was also going to be so flippant to be like, "Peace out," <laughs> like. <laughs> well, but she hates having anxiety attacks, right? Because some people Who just doesn't? can't deal with. Who does? Well, but some people just really won't deal with it, right? They just say, Indeed. "I don't want that." So yeah, she's that's why she was jumping to an extreme, but yeah, she doesn't have to, right? You could do. We gave some other alternatives for her, yeah. so try one of those first. True. But she loves her job. Don't let her just. That's what I'm it. saying. Try to yeah. find an alternative, uh, and also <laughs> being that she's been over there for 30 years, they need to be amenable to her doing hybrid work, unless she's you know some type of her role she's requires her position. to yeah, like well. Mm. 
Yeah. But over 30 years, one would argue, one could think she's in management, though. She so could do logistics. Do you, need yeah. to, do you need to manage in person, or can you manage from home, right? Or, or like well, I said, hybrid. If she goes, yeah, I don't know if she's in management Depends or not. Depends on what but, her role is, so. But if she's actually driving the truck around and delivering that's stuff. that's not a remote opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you could remote control the vehicle Correct. and then put yep. a robot in and your place. in the Matrix. Put <laughs> a robot in your place, too. It yeah. goes out and it, exactly. it delivers the packages. And who's taking so, this seriously? Okay, I mean, what if there's a drone in there that the drone delivers the packages? And the we truck. are at that time again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactamente. It's, go, it's coming to the end of our 274th episode of... Woken Free! Quite the episode discussing anxiety. So, Khalil, what do folks need to do now? They know what to do. They know to come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. They know to make sure they follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure to tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesdays to join the conversation at wokenfree.com if you'd like to be a guest on the show we're definitely considering folks who are interested in sharing their story and sharing their wisdom with the woken free nation for 2023 hit us up on our contact us page at wokenfree.com that's w-o-k-e-n f-r-e-e.com for social media like i said earlier we're very active so always feel free to contact us follow and subscribe to uh, each of our channels uh, we're on facebook instagram twitter youtube tiktok pinterest and linkedin at woken free and all sponsorship and collaboration queries you can hit us up on our contact us page at wokenfree.com if you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.